0: You are tuned in to the Grit and Bear It podcast, the first and only podcast devoted to covering the 11-time, no, 12-time Calder Cup champions, the Hershey Bears. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times, unfocused hockey talk. Now here's your host, Richard Blossom. Hello everyone and welcome to the Grit and Bear It Podcast. It is a you know what? I don't even know what day it is anymore. The days just all blend together. What day is it? What time is it? What dimension are we in? Welcome to the show, everyone. My name is Richard Blosser, the host of the Grit and Bear It Podcast, the first and only Hershey Bears podcast out there in the hockey verse, of course. Presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. I know it's been a while since we talked to boys and girls and hard to believe that we are at the halfway point and the most important hockey game of the year, playoffs excluded, of the Hershey Bears season and yours truly was not there to highlight it or to put an episode out the following Monday. Well, I had a good excuse. I was sick. I was sick as a dog. Bit of a venture, that, but I got a lot of games to catch up on. I've got one, two, three, four, five games to cover, including a Monday afternoon game I don't recall asking for, nor needing. But we got to do this, so let's get into this. I got a lot on my plate. (laughs) And there's NHL stuff I got to talk about, too. I want to talk about some NHL stuff, and I got to get Corey on, because we're at the halfway point. I want to bring him in. <sighs> and I got to try and do this all before lunch. What is a girl to do? So we go all the way back to the first game of the year of 2024. As your Hershey Bears took on the Charlotte Checkers, who traveled up and did an extended stay in Pennsylvania over the holidays. And the Bears were the last of a four-game Pennsylvania road swing for them that saw them take on Wilkes-Barre twice, Lehigh, then Hershey. Hershey being on a Wednesday. And, of course, yours truly was back up on press row for this because I wanted to try press row during a school night, during a work night. I want to see how it goes. Originally, I didn't want to do this when I started working again in, in in November. But... You know, I want to see how this goes. Does it actually affect things? Do I actually get out quicker? Let's see. So, there was a good spread out there that night. I made sure to get in, start, you know, get some food, go up, and make sure to watch the guys up there. And yeah, sorry, production guys. I sorry, I kind of got to get set up. Someone asked, am I in your way? Yes, you are. And they get up and go to the next room. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. You know, I don't like being a bad guy sometimes, but it just happens. So I come back up after getting some food and there's a bunch of scouts and former players out tonight. The weekday games tend to bring them out and it is a boatload of teams. Columbus, Seattle, Boston is there. Vegas as well. And who Boston sent as their representative? Dennis Bonvey. Yes. That Dennis Bonvi. And as much there was a part of me that wanted to go there and, you know, say hi, introduce myself, <laughs> I quickly realized that scouts, especially former players, it's their own little fraternity. <laughs> it, it It is. Because every intermission, they're just up there talking over coffee. Hey, where are you going next? Hey, remember that time? How's life in Boston? How are the kids there in Columbus? And I'm like, uh, hi, guys. And I just realized... Let him go. Let him work. Just let him go. You don't have to. You don't have to. But we get going as it's Clay Stevenson versus Spencer Knight. They're, you know, hoping to maybe one day get back up with Florida team. And the Bears going for their ninth straight straight win on a row. Clay Stevenson, can you get that ever elusive sixth shutout? He has a whole second half of the season to do it. And Charlotte starts out early, gets out there. Long shot deflected scores. Well, so much for that. A Long shot by the Checkers defenseman. I bet it was Lucas Carlson. I don't think it was, but it was one nothing Charlotte early in the game. Well, Clay Stevenson ain't going to get that six shutout on this night now. It, now, Izzy, it was uh, Justin Sourdiv, Uh spelled like, pronounced like it's spelled, S O U R D I F. Yeah, yeah. Tell me I'm mispronouncing last names. But the Bears get a power play a few minute few minutes later, and all right, let's put this little bat bad boy bad boy to work. I'm sure the Bears will be fine. Things are going going well. What? What do you mean there's no Mike Scarbosa on the lineup tonight? Illness? Illness. Did, that's not a thing. Locker room illnesses aren't a thing anymore, remember? We're past that. There's no such thing as locker room illness illness anymore. But the Bears get set up, start working it around, long shot in, Vecchione shot, ping, and did, the, the net moved. Nope, it wasn't. Puck falls down beside Spencer. He goes in the snow angels. Hey, ref, I got it. I got it. In comes Vecchione. Pokes it into the net. They score. Spencer's looking at the ref like, hey, hey, I'm laying down here. Aren't you supposed to blow the whistle? And the ref's just like, nope. Never had it. Tie game. Mike Vecchione gets his ninth of the season. Alex Lamoes with a nice shot gets his 16th assist of the season. Pietric Dubé, 6 assists of the season. And we are tied up heading into the end of the first period. And the Bears out shooting their opponent again. They were even so nice because it's still the holiday season technically. They just let Charlotte have the first goal and put it into the net with a great, great power play movement. Good job by, by the boys. Key players stepping up. This team just keeps winning. They just keep finding ways. We'll be fine. Absolutely fine. Into the second second we go, and you know, I saw the little, you know, fraternity of them, all of them meet, meet up there, and you know, saying hi to Zach and, and Jesse and you know you know and I kinda of thought that night, you know, I'm not gonna get any audio. I'm not. I'm not. We will have some special audio later on. We will. It's a bit overdue because again of things that happened but um sure but sure we'll we'll, we'll be fine um some penalty penalties happen as a as a, a Charlotte player went out for slashing and Alex Lemos went out for interference all right little four on four action for these two teams and it's interesting to watch Charlotte who four on four can be very aggressive. That's the one thing about Charlotte they love to play rushes. They like to take the puck quickly and get into the zone quickly. Even their defense loves to jump up on plays. I'm looking at you, Lucas Carlson. The thing is, though, is that when you play this style and you're going to jump up on plays to try and disrupt um, other teams, you better make sure, A, you have really, really good goaltending, or B, skilled defensemen that are going to back you up in case your aggression gets the better of you. It has gotten the better of them for Charlotte a lot of times, which is why they've fallen behind a little, a lot during the season and why this team can seem threatening. If you played them a couple of times, you know how to get around that aggressive style. You work away around the aggression. You expose the holes in the defense. And if you speed and skill, my goodness, can you make this, this team pay? This team pay. And the Bears on the 4-on-4 get a rush up. Rush up going as Jimmy Huntington gets it up. Aaron Ness leads the puck up and the clock's winding down. Pass over to Henrik Rybinski who sl- reaches out and slaps it. And it hits, hits nine and goes to the net. They score. Henrik Rybinski gets it first. On it just, whatever that was. Ness hold, hold, hold and passed. Over to Henrik, who just reached out and just slapped it over the pad. Four-on-four four goal for the Bears, and it's two. Wait, what? Oh, the it's shorthanded? Oh, okay. Well, the time just ran out. So, technically, the, it was one second into the power play, and so it's shorthanded. It's technically the Bears, I think, third shorthanded goal of the year. And Henrik Rybinski's first. Welcome to the score sheet, Henrik. And it's 2-1 Hershey. Rybinski is first. Ness is 10th. Huntington is 9th. Is 9th. And the Bears, they get that juju going. Once they hit that ever-elusive 2-1, they know to pile on more because they know 4 is the key to victory. That's right. Score more to get to 4. So, the God, that was horrible. So... The Bears are pressing up. Now they're being the aggressor. Charlotte can't even really get any rushes of of themselves going. As a puck goes into the corners, Jimmy Huntington's able to shove a checker off into the boards. Throws up to Pietric Toubet, who just stares down Spencer Knight and goes, Hi. Shoots and scores. Just looks at Spencer Knight and goes, I'm putting this puck by you and you're not stopping me. Just... He's automatic. He is automatic. Trick Dubé, his 18th, 18th goal of the season. Jimmy Huntington, 10th assist. Lucas Johansson, third assist, 3-1 Hershey. And you just feel confident. Heading into the third, he's okay, guys. We got this. Charlotte's looking like a team that's, yeah, they've been on the road for two weeks. It, it sort of look like it they know they're going back to charlotte international airport after this they know it's time to hit the hotels and then either fly back or they're catching a red eye flight back to charlotte they know where this is going so into the third the bears are now doing what they do best they just they put on the defense and just going to settle they're going to going to be fine later on in the third you know the game never really felt in doubt just how good this team team is! Alex lamose leaves a little little chip clear into the zone. Pietrick Dubay partial break winds, fires, misses everything. Hit the net, lad! Goes off the glass and falls on Spencer Knight. eight to the net. They score! It's in! It's in! It's in! Oh my goodness! Pietrick Dubay with a trick shot off the glass, off the goaltender, off a defender stick. And into the net. Oh my goodness. Dubay is 19th. 19th? He's tied with Rocco Grimaldi. He's tied with him? The two are just back and forth. Pietrick Dubay is 19th. Lamos is 17th. 4 1 Hershey. Three minutes to go. 3, 2, 1. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, checkers. Bears win it. 4 1 the final. For their ninth straight win. Three stars. Dubay gets gets third. Odd choice. Gets odd choice. Uh, two goals and an assist. Clay Stevenson for going 28 for 29. And Jimmy Huntington, first star with two assists. Odd choice, but okay. And the Bears just win again. They take down Charlotte. And. Nine straight. Nine straight. The, the, this team's just amazing in what they're able to do and able to just keep humming along. Give up the first goal. Fine. Fluke goals. Fine. Bank shot goals. Yeah. Winning dirty. Winning flashy. Win, winning with flair and style. This team. I, I, I know I said this team's like, is a hurricane and they're they're gaining water they're gaining steam and warm water this is a team that's marching through people determined to keep the cup in hershey speaking of calder was in hershey one last night cuz we had to send it back to the league the all-star games coming up and it's got to go sit back in springfield in safe hands so yours truly I think I was the last one to get a photo with the cup and touch it and to think maybe just maybe it's going to come back in June quite possibly. But to get a picture with the Calder cup, we have to send it back to the league now and we're almost at the halfway point. (coughs) In fact, I'm pretty sure we pretty much are. But the Bears had another game to get to on a Saturday night. And for the first time in a while, Bears fans, it was a snow day. It was a snow game. It was the first time in quite some time we actually had a snow game. The snowstorm was moving through, well, a winter storm was moving through Pennsylvania guaranteed snow, snow falling the majority, majority of the day and bear bears fans keeping an eye out on the weather, the long distance fans, you know, the ones I drive 90 minutes, to two hours to see the bears. You know, this type of weather always brings out the fans who just have to tell you they drive two hours to see the bears. It happens every snowstorm. And oddly enough, it was the bears halfway to summer promotion (laughs) hockey gods your sense of irony is too cruel is too cruel but yours truly undeterred made it out there I absolutely made it out there didn't do anything faster than 40 miles an hour the entire time and Wednesday night I was down there asking questions to the coach Thursday afternoon I feel a slight tickle in my throat but I'm fine I mean, it was Friday. Friday afternoon, felt a tickle in my throat, a cough forming. But the weather's getting colder. There's a storm on the way. It's finally turning winter. These things happen. Saturday, coughs a little bit more prevalent. Throat's getting a little bit more scratchy. But God's sakes, I'm going to this game. Threw extra weight in the trunk, and away we went to Giant Center. I had no clue what was waiting for me. Friends came down from Hartford braved the weather, and got here before the storm did. Fans stood outside in sneet and hail, still complaining. I wore wore steel-toed boots because, well, I know weather. People still standing out there in sneakers and pajama bottoms. Schmucks. But once I got in, got my Hawaiian shirt, and away I went. Got the stuff, got ready to go. Got to see our friends, Got to see our friends from Hartford who made it down just fine. Always good to see them. First time seeing the Hartford Wolfpack this season. Only four times, only a handful of times this season. We cut two games from them to see Iowa. Was that a fair tra- trade off? Yes. Yes, it was. So the Bears and the Hartford Wolfpack getting at each other the first time this season. We have not seen Hartford yet this season the last of the Atlantic Division opponents for us to play this year, we finally see Hartford in frickin' January. And they bring crummy weather with them. And it feels like two teams that haven't played each other. Oh, by the way, your goaltenders tonight? Silly me. Clay Stevenson and Louis Dalming. Louis Dalming? Oh! Oh! Spicy Pork and Broccoli himself! Mr. I don't know how to make NHL saves, Louis Dalming. Hmm? Mr. I can't do anything beyond game one against the New York Rangers? Louis Dalming? Hmm? Mr. Louis Dalming who couldn't say win one more freaking game. But I'm rambling. <laughs> it's not his fault. The Penguins couldn't beat the Rangers in 2020. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. <clears throat> anyway Bears and Wolfpack at it and again it feels like two teams that haven't played each other feeling out process what the team is Hartford Hartford gets a power power play early They're power play early there are some guys that have stuck around in Hartford that we've seen in previous years Alex Alex Bazell Adam Adam Sikora Tyler Elson or still there. Remember, these guys did have have Adam Adam Fox and a few others that have made the Rangers. So, don't sleep on the Wolf Pack for actually making some decent players. Players, but long shot deflected in on on Clay, bounces off his head, off his head, drops right beside him and there's a Wolf Pack member and he scores. Rebound dropped right beside him and they put it in the net. Jake Lou Jake Jake Lucchison wait that name sounds familiar he wouldn't have da, 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 da. Chicago Wolves Henderson Silver Knights Hartford will back I kind of swore he's what the Providence Bruins at one point in his career well former Silver Knight gets on the board one nothing Hartford fine one nothing Hartford. It's a snow day game where things are going to happen. Speaking of world things, Ivan Miroshenko, cross feet over to Garrett Rowe. He scores! That's the kind of snow day weirdness I'm talking about. Garrett Rowe puts it in the net. And we are tied 1-1 after 1 with two minutes to go in the period. A complete defensive breakdown by Hartford because it's Hartford. Garrett Rowe, his fourth. Miro Shachinko, his eighth. Ness, his 11th. 1-1 one, one after one. So the Bears get a power play early on in the second. They know... That they can beat this team. The offense is humming. Humming. The Bears lead a rush up. Rowe up to Mo- Garrett Rowe leading a rush. Almost it's a two on none. Crossing feet over to Vecchione. Wide open back door. And Daming slides over and makes a save. Oh my goodness. What a save by Daming. Who's spinning in his crease. Where's the puck? It's in front of him. And Jimmy Huntington slaps it into the net and he scores. An incredible save by Louis Dalming. That meant absolutely nothing. It's the most Hartford thing that Hartford could ever Hartford. Oh my goodness, Jimmy Huntington cleaning up a freaking, a really great freaking save that means nothing. Wow. Jimmy Huntington is seventh. Mike Beccione is ninth. Garrett Rowe is ninth. 2-1, Hershey takes the lead. All right. Second seconds later, Riley starters able to slap a puck up to Henrik Rybinski. He's all alone in on a breakaway on the blue line. Deeks, Deeks, backhands and lightly flicks it over the blocker. Oh my lord, he scores! What a feathery, silky move by Henrik Rybinski. Who knew he had it in him? Did he, has Ethan Frank been giving him lessons on the side? Henrik Rybinski is second on something that will make SportsCenter. Or something on ESPN's Instagram. Rybinski his second. Riley his ninth. Alex Lemos is ninth. 3-1 Hershey. And you know what? He's okay, guys. We got this. You know what's going to happen next. The Bears are going to make it 4-1. And then we're just going to cruise to our 10th straight win right into Teddy Bear Toss night. We faced this thousands of times before. We got this. What do you mean Hartford just scored? Matthew Robertson? Who the heck is Matthew Robertson? Scores. Gets his second. Carl Henriksen and Adam Sikora. 3-2. 3-2. Okay. 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 All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Maybe we got a little too full of ourselves. 3-2. But let's just tighten this up. Get out of the period. Down by one. Regroup. Let's get that old coaching mojo working. We'll be fine. And Carter Mackey scores to tie it. With three minutes to go in the period. For his second. Bobby Travingo to make it his seventh. Turner Elson, his third. Tied at three. Going into the third. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Okay. So we let our guard down a bit. So we, we, we got ahead of ourselves. Let's just make adjustments and we'll be fine. And into the third. 23 seconds in, Bobby Briant gets a goal. 23 seconds in, 4-3 Hartford. And what Hartford proceeds to do is to do what we do. Get the lead and make sure we don't get it back. And the Bears can't get set up, barely get through the neutral zone, and Louis Dalming is doing enough. Just to win this game. Power play late for the Bears. A chance to tie it. But. Nothing comes of it as Jake Luchinen. I know I said it wrong and I don't care. Gets the empty netter for a second of the game. Hartford wins. 5-3. And a lot of Bears fans took it well. I don't say that. It, me being snarky. I say that as as the truth. Bears fans took it well. Hey, we're twenty-seven and seven. We're fine. We're twenty-seven and seven. Th- this was bound to happen. Nine game winning streak. Opponent we haven't seen. Okay, all good things come to an end. But you know what? You know what did happen? The Bears, probably for the first time this season, they They got humbled. They got punched in the mouth and they got humbled because this was a team that said like I jokingly say we got this. 3-1 we're fine because we're Hershey dang it we're, we're on top of the AHL we have the two best goaltending tandem in the league Well, Hunter's currently up with the Capitals shh quiet you idiot we have the best tandem we have scoring depth out the wazoo and the defense is good So, who cares? 3-1. Got this. Until a team said, we don't care. And we're going to beat you. And they did. Credit to Hartford, who came in, didn't care. Didn't care that we're the best team in the whole freaking league. Came in and beat us in our house. So, yeah. This was needed. This was a wake-up call the team needs. Because we're at the halfway point of the season, everyone. And we are very quickly heading toward the working part of the season. And I'll lay this out in a take down the line. But the fun part of the season is almost over. Like I said, October. Opening opening month. Fun time. Still kind of warm. October. November. Hockey fights cancer. Holidays. Family in town. Hockey's still fun. December, ugly Christmas sweater, Christmas music, hockey, skating, Charlie Brown Christmas, New Year's, woo, party, hockey, fun, winter classic, New Year's Day, hockey, fun, teddy bear toss night, fun, rah, rah, lots of home games. But you know what's coming up in February? Lots of road games. Lots of back-to-back travels. And this is the time. If you want to win in April and May, you're going to have to start grinding it out in these cold winter months and those nights on the bus where you're putting on the ice packs. I don't know if players do that anymore, but you get what I mean. This is good the Bears learn this. Learn this now. That as as coach Nelson has said, every team's going to bring it every night because we are the champs and we're that good this year every team's going to bring it and we got to be prepared to throw it back at them for 60 minutes not for 40 not for not for 20 minutes to decide to play great but for a full 60 minutes and that's what this team learned tonight so saturday night all right it was rough my wife's well she's hurting cuz it's been a rough night for her it's cold for me i just want to go home it's sneeting outside. I go out to my car and it won't start. And is that not terror in your heart, boys and girls? Is that not terror in your heart? On a cold, wintry storm night and your car just won't start. Yeah. Thanks to my friends in Hartford and to my other friends who checked up on me. I had to abandon my vehicle there at Giant Center. Thankfully, security was cool with it. Hey, you probably know how many times that happens during Hershey Park operating season. I go home, I get some rest. Although, when I get out of bed, I'm really cold. And I know something's wrong. I know something is really wrong. And I wake up Sunday morning. It's time for the teddy bear toss, boys and girls. It's time for the teddy bear toss, and I feel like crap. No energy. No voice. Yeah, I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm sick. I'm in a bad place. Everything aches. Head. Defeat. Everything. It hurts to move. Make the bad man stop. But you know what? It's teddy bear toss night. Damn it. It's teddy bear toss. It's on television. I'm going to watch this game. rolls around. I get myself out of bed. Pajama bottoms on. Old t-shirt. Robe on. Looking like death. My wife's like, how are you feeling? Lousy. Can I make you anything? Something soft and and aromatic, please. The hockey kids are worried sick about me. But I'm going to watch this game. It's the greatest tradition in Hershey. It's teddy bear toss night. And unlike last year, we're going to get one this year. We are determined to. It's going to happen as we welcome those no good, dirty, filthy, rotten phantoms into town who are more than determined to make sure that they're going to spoil this night. They are more than determined to do so. And our goaltenders, Cal Peterson. Hi. Hey, Cal. Hey, Tom. What happened the last time we played you? (laughs) And starting his, making his third appearance of the weekend is Clay. Joel Gibson. Oh, the South Carolina kid. Okay. All right. It's a back-to-back. This is what, this is what we're going with. All right, fine. And we get into it. Packed house at Giant Center. At Giant Center. Unfortunately, my other buddy Joe is sick and Jesse's manning the section with the bags in hand all by himself. The hockey gods are cruel sometimes. But he said you know he understands he's been through sickness too. He's a third shifter. He has. And puck's down, we're underway, and oh the jersey swapped happened. Oh. Oh, what's the jersey swap, you ask boys and girls? Well, once we hit the 36 game mark, teams at home will now start wearing their colored jerseys at home instead of their white or dark jerseys. I should say dark jerseys at home instead of white. It's now white on the road and dark at home. And you know what I say to this? Boo. Boo this man. Boo. The ECHL does this crap. The American Hockey League shouldn't pick one and stay a lane. I personally, white at home, dark on the road. That's the way the hockey gods meant it to be. Gary Bettman, call your office. But in the first period, the fans are ready in with anticipation for that first goal. We were robbed of a goal last year. And protocols already, all ready to go. Jared Ronski will not be booed on this night. That man does not deserve it. If there is not a goal scored, when the horn sounds at the end of the second period, toss the Bears on the ice. Let us hope it does not come to that. Let us hope. But we get through, we're going through the first. Bears are trying, they really are. To hell if Lehigh played the night before. We're getting that first goal, dang it. Dang it, and we almost get it. Passing feet over to Trent. Treniv, the Russian, kneeling one-timer, fires, ping, it's the post with the shot. Oh, the fans were ready. They're like, it's going in, it's going in. And it's 0-0 after one. (laughs) We're not going to do this again, are we? We're not going to do this again. We're not. We're not. And we go into the second. And the Bears, again, are determined to try and get that goal. A couple minutes into the second. Rush comes up the ice. Chase Presky heads it over to Hardy. Over to Treniav from the lower circle. Throws one on Cal. He scores! He scores! The Russian scores! Unleash the teddies! Go, 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 go! Throw your Bears! It finally happened! It's like Michael Scott in the office. Oh my gosh, it's happening. It's happening. And the bears start raining down like mana from the hockey gods. And me, since while I'm not there, I grabbed one of the ho- stuff stuff plushies we had on one of the Christmas ones left over and <clears throat> chucked it toward the television in solidarity with, with my hockey brethren. Oh my goodness was it so great to see fans i know all of you that listened to this you were waiting so long for this and it finally happened Bogdan tereniev his fifth and congratulations you just put yourself in bears montages for the rest of your life gets his fifth hardy aman noctel gets his fourth chase presky gets his 15th one nothing hershey who cares the fur is flying, and bears are just being thrown and thrown and thrown and thrown and thrown. And suddenly, every player on the ice becomes seven years old again. Again, players jumping into the big piles in the corners. Dylan McIlrath grabs a phone and goes, "Wee! I'm flying! I'm flying!" Pfft, right into a big pile. Clay Stevenson, pads and all, I'm jumping Pfft, into a pile. Jimmy Huntington goes in and gets buried in raining teddy bears. A really cool photo on the bear social of every player grabbed a stuffed animal and did a team photo with it. And it was so great to see the whole team empty the bench when Tereniev scored because they knew what was happening. And it was a really cool moment. The Phantoms leave the ice because, well, it's going to be an intermission for them. And... It's just a great sight. Took about a solid 35 minutes to clean up all the bears. Clay Stevenson with an incredible, incredible way, because there's always a teddy bear that gets stuck in the netting. As Clay threw his blocker off, and ping, down comes the bear, and the bear goes on the ice. Delightful. Absolutely delightful. All these bears are going to go to right causes. So many local charities are going to get them. Would it be better that this was around Christmas time? Perhaps. But the Bears branding wanted during the calendar year. So, who cares? Who cares? It ain't about us. It's about what this event does. And I hate that I missed it because of my illness. But I was there in spirit. I was there in spirit. And... Well, after all that, 45 minutes later, we're back at it. And I already called my job and told them I'm not coming in tomorrow, so it's a sick day for me tomorrow. Phantoms come back out more than ready to spoil spoil this party. Just after a penalty expires, Jordy Belvari comes out. Comes out after serving his penalty. Phantoms enter the zone. Belvari from the top of the circle shoots, blocked by Huntington comes right back to Belvari, who shoots and scores. Jordy Belvari gets his third. Former Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguin. Well, all he has to do is play for Hershey and he's got the he's got the Pennsylvania Hockey Trifecta. Gets his third of the season and Lehigh ties the game. Great. All right, all right, all right, all right. We'll be fine. We'll be absolute we'll be absolutely fine few minutes later phantoms leading the rush rush up ice up ice they're feeling the the moment momentum going as jacob kotcher dr- takes a puck down down low as a defender follows him and why is hardy octel following him there's two defensemen not in front of the goal puck comes out front to adam brooks who's got adam brooks who puts it in and scores guys what is defense what are you doing Hard, hard, hardy. I know I haven't done this a lot during the season, but what the heck was that? Adam Brooks gets his first of the season because of injuries. Jacob Cotchier, his fourth. Emil Andre gets his 13th. And the Phantoms lead 2 1 heading into the third. And the Bears play on in the third. And they're trying. But the Phantoms, oh, they want to steal this game. They remember that Sunday game. They know. Oh, 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 they know. The Bears stole one from them the previous week. And they're more than ready to do it on the Bears' most precious of nights. Are the Bears really going to lose two in a row for the first time this season? And it ain't for a lack of trying. Are the Phantoms really going to do this? Do this? Five minutes to go. The Bears top line out there. Scarbosa, Snively, Vec. If anybody's going to do this, is it's them. Lucas, Snively off the boards. Feeds it to Scarbosa from the dot. Fires. He scores! Mark Scarbosa from the Circles at Diet. What a big goal from the big boys. Scarbosa is seventh. Snively is 18th. Lucas is fourth. And we're tied. We are absolutely tied and we're going to overtime in this. You need big goals from your big boys? As much crap as I've given Scarbosa this season, and I'm not wrong, and that boom mic mentality has gotten back into him the past couple games. But you know what? You get a big goal in a big moment like that. It ties the game. And we're going to overtime. Three on three. And the Phantoms, oh, they're taking the low, slow, and methodical approach to this. That's what they're exactly exactly going, going to do. Phantoms try to get a shot off. Shot it on the Bears and fought off. Off, flicked up. Presky feeds it up to Ethan Frank up to Alex Lamos. Lamos has got a guy trailing. Lamos cuts in, tries to get a shot off, tries to get a shot off, and it bounces in. The they score! They score! Bears what? I think he kicked it. No, rest there. Points. It's in. That's the end of the game. Good morning. Good afternoon. And good night. Lehigh. Bears win it. 3-2 the final. In overtime. And, well, not salvage the weekend, but still win the weekend. Yes, I count Wednesday. Shut up. Lamos gets his 10th. Ethan gets his 14th. Presky gets his 16th. And the Bears win it. Your big boys come up with big goals. And Alex Lamos with his second OT winner of the season now some of us thought by the way lamos skated in and at the camera angle when he cut forward in front of in front of peterson it looked like he kicked the puck in but it turned out the lehigh defender on him was able to disrupt Lamos's shot but when the phantoms player went to swing his stick back around to kind of untangle himself from Lamos. Ended up knocking the puck past Peterson. So, that was all a Phantoms player. And that's all she wrote. Good comeback win for the Bears. Good way to get a good win on a real feel good night. And another win for the guys. In division, yes. Doesn't matter, not really. And I'm recording the first half of this podcast. This rather big episode. The Bears are 29-7. 20, and, and we're at the halfway point, ladies and gentlemen. 58 points on the season. This team is in a really good place. But you can't rest on your laurels now. Because there's a lot of road games in, Mar- in February and March. And April, well, you gotta finish strong if you want to play deep. I have a feeling we're gonna see Hartford again. This team feel these two teams feel destined to play again in May, and we're gonna see how this weekend goes because it's a weird slate. It's a Saturday night in Lehigh because of Circus L.A. and a really really weird Monday afternoon game that nobody asked for, and we'll talk about that right after this. All right, Bears fans. Before we continue on with this podcast, we're gonna take a time out to thank our sponsor for this podcast. DraftKings Sportsbook and Officials, sports betting partner of the National Hockey League, where you can score faster than ever. This week, new customers can bet just 5 bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Folks, hockey is getting near its halfway point. As I often like to say, the fun part of the season is coming to an end, and you need to get in on the betting, betting action. There's hockey nearly every night night of the week perhaps this week you want to put a little bit of money on the Toronto Maple Leafs on their on their west coast uh hockey road swing heading out to Edmonton Calgary Vancouver and then before stopping in to take on the Seattle crack cracking to finish out the road the road trip maybe you think Toronto's gonna score a nice little amount of goals while they're there against Connor McDavid or maybe you think they just might get that upset Over the Calgary Flames, or maybe just maybe you put a little sweet action when they head out there to Seattle, Washington. Anyway you slice it, there's some great gambling action on DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can bet five bucks on the NHL and get two hundred instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem, call 1 800 Gambler or visit www.1800Gambler.net. In New York, call 877 8HOPENY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 787 7777 or visit CCPG.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Res- Resort. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after insurance. See slash hockey for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. The NHL and NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2024, all rights reserved. And we're back here on the Grit and Bear Ed podcast. Thank you to our sponsor, DraftKings Sportsbook, as usual for sponsoring this podcast. All right, everyone, it's time. As I'm finally caught up on the previous weeks, it's time to get in on this past week's action. So let's go back to Saturday night as the Bears were out of town because Circus La is in town. Delightful. No snow on this Saturday (laughs) as we head all the way back to 7th and Hamilton to take on those no-good, dirty, filthy, rotten Lehigh Valley Phantoms. Getting tired of seeing this team yet? Well, it's not like you're the Phantoms and Penguins who only played each other for the first freaking time last week and still have to play each other 11 more times in the second half of the season. So, the Bears <clears throat> seem to have um, sort of um, hit a bit of a rough patch here as we've had into the new into the new year. But there's nothing like a little bit of the nice going to take on the Phantoms to sort of get the, get things right. And as usual in net, it's Clay That Clay that's out there? No, it's not Clay. Hunter. Hunter's out. Grab your palisman and get out there, Hunter. And takes on yet again, Cal Peterson. Hey, Cal, check your five hole. <laughs> I'm sure he's not going to let in any more um, 150 feet goals again. I'm not sure he's not going to do that at all. But the Bears and Phantoms go at it, and I'm not nervous when we're taking on the Phantoms, because I feel like this is a team we can take, that we can really go after the Phantoms, which, by the way, who played the previous night, and we did not. We sat, held on, hold on everyone, there we go, needed to get a little bit of light, light in the room, and the Bears' contingency traveled, they really did we're getting a little past the halfway point at this point. And the Bears just are flying. Gee, I wish, wonder which team played the previous night and the one didn't. The Bears just go at it from the start. 6 nothing on shots early. Really taking it to the Phantoms. Henrik Rybinski comes in the zone. Deeks passive defenseman. Shoots and scores on Cal Peterson. Top corner. Henrik Rybinski. Somebody's been mad he hasn't gotten a lot of playing time. Henrik Rybinski is third. Highlight real goal yet again. Rybinski is third. Matt Strom with an assist. One nothing Hershey. All right, all right. We're gonna get back into this, and Hershey takes a penalty. Lovely. So, um, are we gonna go to a media timeout? No, we don't know. Uh, apparently, we are. It's that that time. Oh wait, no. Actually, we're gonna stay. We're gonna stay. And why the heck is the Lehigh cameraman hit the blackout button on the camera? Can we get back to live? I need to watch this. Hello? Why is this? Why is this off? And I'm hearing from Zach, Phantom's moving around. Cooper Morty, Daniel Lazinski crossing feet over to Ali Lixel. He scores. Back door. Ali Lixel gets a goal, and I didn't see a damn minute of it because Lehigh doesn't turn their freaking cameras on. Ugh. Ollie Lixel. The all. Ol- <coughs> Excuse me. I've had an annoying cough that just won't go away since being sick. Ollie Lixel is 15th. Tanner Lazinski is 18th. Cooper Morty is 20th. 23rd assist. Damn. And we're tied in Allentown. Power play goal for the Phantoms. All right. Fine. But the Bears come right back down the ice determined not to get this down even Miroshenko, Miro powering through the defense I've liked what Miro and Bugdan treniev has been doing over these past couple weeks these guys have been getting their speed game going kind of cherry-picking but it's working a bit as well Miro drops off for Garrett Rowe who steps into a shot with the power shot he scores Garrett Rowe with the freaking missile off the hockey stick for his fifth Miro is ninth assist Bugdan Tereniev, his fifth. I seriously was not look, looking at this just trying to match up the two. I just randomly said I liked their play. And it's 2-1 Hershey. Hershey has regained the lead and shut up Allen, Allentown because I did not miss Joe Warwick going Phantoms. His 15th of the season scored by number 15, ollie excel that doesn't get annoying at all so the bears get a power play of their own and this is one thing i'm sure bears fans have liked seeing out of the team the power play top 10 in the league actually scoring actually doing well it's a little predictable a little bit but hey when you work when things work Things work, but they are determined to get Ethan Frank over from the grip it and rip it position. And he's out there. Mike Scarbosa works over to Stively to Ethan Frank, who has the cannons loaded and just fires one on Cal Peterson. And you see the top corner? It's open. And it's so awesome when you can watch a hockey puck come off the stick and just sail into the back of the net. And that's exactly what Ethan Frank does. Picks the corner, and it's a power play goal for the Bears. Ethan Frank on the power play is 15th. Joe Snively is 19th. Mike Scarposa is 27th, dear lord. And it's 3-1 Hershey. Awesome! This is what you do. They played last night. We didn't. We come in, and we are gonna beat this team. We are absolutely gonna handle this team, and the Bears are playing like it, up 17 to 7 in shots. Just embarrassing, Cal P- Peterson. And who the heck left Simu Tamula in front and he scores? Phantoms get a goal a near minute near the end of the period. It's close enough to be a sin. It is. Samu, Samu Tamula gets his 11th. Ronnie Attard is 13th. Ali Lixel, his 11th assist. 3 2 after 1. Hunter, Hunter, love ya. clay has been playing a little bit better than you. I, I know that that's rough. You can't blame this on Hunter. Credit to the Phantoms, who could have easily have, have have not had great success when the Bears have come to the PPL Center this season to bounce back. But okay, we need to settle this game down a little bit, you know? We just need to to just settle this game down a bit, settle it down, and we get into the second period, and now this is when the goaltenders take over. Now this is when when, when thing, the game's just settling down. The coaches have said, all right, defense, you need to get out there. Guys, we can't keep this going because the Phantoms are on back-to-back legs. They can't keep this speed going, but if you're the Bears, you got to finish this team off. Power play for the Phantom. Seven minutes in, and the Bears are able to br- to break up a shot. It's a two-on-one the other way for Cal P- on Cal Peterson. Over, over to Snively. So, and sorry, head gets ahead of him. Cal Peterson slides. He's down. Shooting it on him. Lucas. Shot it. Peterson double stacks the pads old style and kicks the puck out. Oh my gosh! They had him was right there. He was right freaking there. Cal, let that puck in. <sighs> Gee, I hope that save's not going to come back and bite us. <sighs> okay, cre- credit to Cal Peterson. That, that was a pretty cool double. Again, old style double pad save. You don't see a lot of that anymore, but it it worked. Into the third we go. Still 3-2. And I got to go pick up the wife cuz she's working Circus Alley. And I'm listening to the game in the car. Not exactly the best reception as you're driving down Union Deposit Road. But I have this weird feeling. This game is turning in Lehighs. And I've had this feeling in the past against the Phantoms. It's a hard team to put away, especially on the road. And this Phantoms team does not want to lose to the Bears anymore. Anymore, and you can kind of feel what they're trying to do. They are really pushing back. And I've seen I've seen mediocre Bears teams pull wins out of their butt. Remember the 20 save third period Justin Peter Justin Peters game from I think 1617, where the fans put 20 shots on him and the Bears held on to a 3 2 win? Hmm? But I can feel the momentum turning in this game. And what was the one thing that the Bears defense was really good at last year? Closing out closing out games. And I'm listening, listening in the car. Please just hold these guys off. Just hold them, hold them off, and the fans get in. Elliot Dejarnais finds Ronnie Atard in the circles who shoots and ties the game. Dang it! Ronnie Atard gets his seventh. Or was he the all-star? I forget. Elliot Dejarnay sauce. His ninth. Emil Andres, 15th. And we're tied. After being up 3-1 on these guys. With you have the fresher legs. We go to overtime. All right, cool. All right. Three on three overtime. Let's do this. And perhaps in in another show, I'm starting to come around that the three on three overtime kind of needs work. Because what the Phantoms do is that we play the long con. You know, just possession and holding and skating in the zone. Doesn't like what we see. Skating back out. Tries to throw a crossing feet in. Can't really do it. But bears collect. Alright, let's move up the ice. No, we're gonna play the long con too. A lot of skating. A lot of passing. A lot of holding. Maybe cut. Maybe try to wait for a two on one. But no. Nobody wants to make that mistake. Just up and down. Pass on the ice. Just moving up and down. There's 90 seconds left in overtime. Somebody do something! <coughs> I mean, seriously. Seriously. Phantoms, what are you waiting for? There, Five minutes on the board. Five! And Bears, you, you're not getting out of this. Oh my god. Gosh, I think, and then Miro steals a puck, tries to skate it on a breakaway, I think out of sheer boredom, and is able to get a penalty out of it. Hooking, slashing, who cares, Bears, power play, overtime, four on three, they win the faceoff, keep it in the zone, what do I say, bring it in, lads, Snibley, Scarbosa, Frank, and, you know what? And probably Dubay out there, too. That's the guy's... Maybe Vecchione's out there. Yes! Vecchione scored the overtime goal. And they find... Quick feed over to Scarbosa. Wines fires. Ping off the post with the shot. Can't get anything. And we go to a shootout. Okay, the Bears have done well in shootouts. They've done shootouts for... First one over, Zimu... Tamula got the goal. Gets stopped. All right. Next one over. Joe Snively. A choice. Okay. Comes in. Gets nothing. Fine. Tanner Lazinski over. Round two. He gets stopped. Good job, Hunter. Mike Scarbosa. All right. This is the guy that I want. This is the guy I want. Comes in. Comes in. Deeks. Deeks. Shot. Cal saves him. All right. Next. Jordy Bellarive. There's some good news. Jordy Belly Reeve comes in, comes in. Hunter shoots wide. All right. Pierre Trick Dubé. All right. This is the guy we want. This guy right here. Our top scorer on the team. He's going to go in. He's going to score. And he misses. Round four. John Rendell Avon. Who? Avon. Who? In Avon. Knock, knock knock, who's there? Avon, Avon Salesman, and they score. Okay, all right, okay, okay, all right. Okay, we need a guy to tie it. Who's the guy we're gonna go toward? I bet it's Ethan Frank. If I want someone in there, you want the fastest guy in there, and Matt Strom? Matt Strom, uh, what the- Nelson? Matt What? Well he's done well against against the Phantoms. What? What did Okay Maybe he scores. He skates in, skates wide, comes comes in on him, looks, looks, shots, hits the post, and we lose. Phantoms win, they get the extra point in the skills competition. One nothing in the shootout. One nothing in the shootout. Phantoms win it. Four three the final. The Bears take their first extra time loss of the season. We nick a point out of it, but you had them. You had them on the road. You had them on the road. You can beat this team. You can. And I saw a lot of typical reactions out of Bears fans. Ah, well, regroup and refocus and go win in Bridgeport. Ah, well, you can't win them all. Still winning the season series, we'll be fine. Um, I, I I don't know how to tell some of you people this, but um, this is losses in two out of our past three, and this is this is the start of a big road stretch. So um, I mean, yeah, we get a point, but it was a game you were winning. So okay, we get a point. I'm sure we'll be fine. And we go to Monday afternoon. <laughs> Who the hell asked for this game? Martin Luther King Jr. Matinee day game. It's on a historic day. It really is. Hockey does this. NHL does this. ECHL does this. So fine. Okay. Three o'clock start there in Bridgeport. God help us one and all. And I was listening to, to Coach talk. And um, he's... He thinks we've been playing average since the Christmas break. Is he wrong? I don't know. I don't know if he's wrong or not. But this team, this team, are we starting to level off? Perhaps it's there. But, you know, nothing good to clean clean out the old system than to take on Bridgeport. A team that is dead last in the league in everything. Oh, sure, they've had uh, most of their games this season. 20 of them are one-goal games, so you know they're one of those, ah, oh, shucks, plucky, scrappy teams. Just like the Sandman and Spider-Man 3. I'm not a bad man. I just have bad luck. You know, maybe Bridgeport's not a bad team. They just have bad luck. Record would dictate otherwise. So, all right. Let's go at it here on this mon- Monday afternoon. Not a lot of people are there. Zach keeps reminding me. And keeps reminding me, you know, if the Bears win here, we get our 30th win of the season. That's the fastest we've ever done it. Cool. Thanks. It's also a Fox 43 game. Okay. Okay. It, all right. It's, it's four and a half hours to Bridgeport. Um, it, it's a Monday afternoon. All right. Fine. And the Bears, it's Clay Stevenson It's out there taking on... All right, I'm sure we're going to see Skarik again. We've seen him plenty of times this season, and... What? Not Skarik? Okay, who'd they send out there? What's a the goalie they sent out there? It was um, Henrik Tikkanen. Henrik Tikkanen. Okay. Let's see here. Um... Islander first season with Bridgeport. Uh, Let's see here. Finnish kid. All right. Um, Let's see here. Seventh round draft pick of the New York Islanders from 2020. Pick number 224. Okay. All right. Um, Only had five goals for the Islanders this season. You know, is averaging three goals against per game. Save percentage just above 900. Okay, we can take this guy. He's not a, he's a rookie goaltender, but it's not terrible. So we can take it. And we start. And there's something wrong. Because, oh no, the feed's fine. But it's just not a lot of in-zone time. Passes just aren't quite there. Breakup attempts in the neutral zone don't lead to a lot of rushes. And it's feels sloppy it feels like something's a little off i mean bridgeport's not a great team and we were out we were sort of out shooting them in the first nine to eight but the bears wouldn't get a lot of in zone time passes keep broken up bridgeport's in all of the shooting lanes and even if one does get to teakin in he's right there to scoop it all up and it's just one of those games where i'm I'm watching and I'm going, okay, when's the extra gear coming? When is the next level coming for this team? And I just have a feeling like this is going to be a hard game. And watching the Islanders, Zach is right and a lot of others are right. Yeah, they'll play you tough. And boy, did they. This was a Bridgeport crowd that didn't have a lot. Not a lot of people there. But I will give Bridgeport Grand on one thing. They wore their retro reverses, which had the uh, Fisherman Gordon logo on it. White body with blue accents on it. uh, Blue numbers and an orange hem along the bottom. Those look sharp. You give me a dark version of those and those become the, the Bridgeport Islanders. Ugh. I'd be fine with those. I'm not an Islanders fan by any means. Not a New York Islanders fan by any means. But anytime we get more of the Fisherman Gordon jersey in, I'm cool with it. And those looked okay. I mean, I, I liked them. They looked good. But the more I'm watching the Bears game, even into the second, a second period where we did rather well, shots were, were 10-5. We're 10-5. Hershey leading on shots 19-3. to the better team. Power play not connecting. A lot of times, they, the, the, the power play couldn't even get in the friggin' zone. Breakout passes were getting flubbed and broken up at center ice. First passes out of the zone are a struggle. Dumping chases are broken up. Crossing feeds aren't there. Defensemen out of place. Into the third... Into the third we go, and and Islanders are starting to press a little bit more. Both teams are starting to, to pick it up. Puck gets thrown off. Ruslan ishakov is is in. Ishikov that can't be a real name. Well, well, it is. Comes in and Aaron Ness has got him. He cuts in front. Ishikov cuts in front a little bit, and Aaron Ness just goes yeah, just kind of shoves him out out of the way. But it's not enough to get him off the puck. And Russelov whips around, fires, and scores! Short side on clay. Ishakov is 13th. Otto Kovala is 14th. Tyce Thompson. Brother to Tage Thompson. And it's 1-0 Bridgeport. And I'm listening to this game in the car as I go to pick up the wife. I like this game can wrap up in two hours. Unlike the PWHL, that absolutely can. But the PWHL, that's another show. And the more and more we go into this game, I'm listening. And I'm hearing more of the same. In zone time, barely a thing. Breakout passes, getting broken up, and the Islanders are more than content with sitting on this one goal lead. Close, tight games, that's what these guys are good at. Neutral zone clogging up and getting in shot lanes? Yeah, that's what these guys are. I can see why they're in a lot of close games. I could absolutely see why a quicker and more skilled team would would blow this team out of the water. But, wait, we're Hershey? Dang it. We can, we, a one goal lead, we can erase it just like that. And I'm waiting. I'm listening to this game. And I'm waiting for anybody to step in. Dubai? this would be a good time for your 20th, Dubai. Great time. Scarbosa? It, it, Vec? Vec? It, hello? Snives? Frank? Trenia? The teddy bear toss guy? Um, I'll take a fourth liner. Riley? Anyone? And we get later into the third and the clock's winding down and I'm hearing Zach on, on the call, friend of the of the show. Well, Coach Nelson's not above pulling his goalie with four minutes four minutes to go, and Scarboso throws down low to hot. That wasn't down low. It was back up to hardy octail. Over to Presky, winds, fires, he scores. Chase Presky, chase his third, and the Bears have tied the game. Yes, thank goodness. The Bears have tied it. We're not going to get shut out by the worst team in the freaking league. Chase is third. Hardy Octel is fifth. Mike Scarboza is 28th. And we're going to overtime. All right. Now I know we can take these guys. Now I know we can beat them. And it's five minutes of nothing. Five minutes of skating and possession and... Not a lot of chances. DO SOMETHING! I... I... I, How... How does this sport make three-on-three boring? How? How do you do this? (sighs) Yeah. I'm now in favor of altering three-on-three. I actually kind of like Zack's idea. Just make it ten minutes. Make it ten minutes and declare a tie. (sighs) gosh we're going to a shootout great great so Bears are the first one up Miro, Miro goes first who comes in on Tikkanen Tikkanen comes in down the slot shoots, he scores Miro Miro the strong hand of the Russian alright next up, William DeFore alright Clay's got this. Clay's been a freaking brick wall and DeFleur scores. Okay, next, Joe Snively comes in. All right, come, comes in, comes in, looks, goes low, blocker, he scores! Joe Snively, all right. Off comes Rushlon Ishikov. All right, he scored once. There's no way, hun- Clay's going to let him score again, and he does. 2-2. All right, Mike Scarbosa. Let's make it three on three as Scarbosa comes in. Deeks, Deeks, back hands, and nope, doesn't get in. Um, comes Carson Cooliman, Carson, Kulaman, Carson not scoring today. <laughs> Stops it. So, fourth round we go. Beatrix Dubey comes in. Okay, Dubey, you didn't get one last time. Comes in, comes in, looks, shoots, and stop, misses. In comes Otto Kovlov He scores, and we go home. Kovlov comes in, comes in, shoots wide of the net. Round five. Why the hell not? Ethan Frank. All right. This is going to do it. This is who we should have had in Lehigh. Ethan comes in, comes in, looks, shoots. Stopped. Stopped once again. Up comes Matthew Maggio. Who? Matthew Maggio. Who? Comes in, comes in. Look, shoot, stop by Hunter. No, Trick trickles in, and it's over. No. Bridgeport wins. 2-1 the final in a shootout. Matthew Maggio gets the shootout winner. And, yeah, we nick a point against Bridgeport. We get a point. You know, I've had 24 hours to kind of process my feelings on this. And there's part of me that wants to go full-blown Hurricane Dangle on this team. Credit to to Steve Dangle. Love his content. Love what he does. And I want to go full-blown... I want to be mad at this team. Because these are two winnable games. These are two winnable games. And... Bears fans have kind of gotten over the past two weeks, oh, regroup. He's okay, guys. We got this. It's okay. We're fine. Won a bunch of games early. We won a bunch of games early. We're fine. It's okay. It's it's, it's only January. We're fine. Except here's the thing. Losses in three out of our last four. And granted, we got points in the past two games. But Coach Nelson said in the pregame from Bridgeport, he'd like to see a little bit more out of our top six in terms of scoring. And as much as I hate to admit this, he's right. In a game like this, a game that you should win, because this was a three and three for Bridgeport, who played Saturday, Sunday, and this was an afternoon Monday game. You waited on them. You were already there. Another game where you had the advantage in terms of playing, going in. And it, and in the Lehigh game, you let them off the hook. And you nearly laid an egg against Bridgeport. The worst team in the league. Sure, maybe a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. But you were a Chase Presky slapper away from... from getting shut out and there's been talk among the fan fan pages of this team is facing adversity and guess what adversity is here. I've often said hot starts can't last and there's got to be a plateauing at some point. There has to be a cooling off or a leveling off. It happened with Vegas. It happened with Boston last year. And everyone's like, oh, we'll be fine when the adversity comes. We'll be fine when the plateau's coming. We're not quite there. No, we are here. This is the adversity that every team's gonna have to have to start playing through. Alright? And the only thing I am gonna kind of get upset at this, and I've toned down a lot of what I of upset what I wanted to say. Bears fans, party time's over. All right. The fun part of the season is done. We are at At the time of this recording, it is January 16th. This is the regular season halfway point. Going by game total, it we're we're beyond that. Beyond that, we're at 38 games. We're past the halfway point. That was last week. And I don't care about the Bears getting 30 wins. But now's the time where the real work is going to come in. Everybody's gunning for us. And just to keep saying, oh, it's okay. Just rest and regroup. You'll be fine. Rest and regroup. You'll be fine. The fun. Now's the time to grind. Coach says this a lot. Everybody's going to bring our best against us. Every team is going to do that. Every game is going to start meaning more and more and more from here on out. The adversity, the grind, the long road trips, it's here. And it's going to be time to step up. Next man up, next bear up, next man bear pig up. Step up. You can't claim injuries. Well, Alex Lamos is injured. The offense don't flow through him. And I'll agree with Nelson. The top people need to come through in these past couple games. Scarbosa got assists. Yeah, good for him. That's what he's supposed to do. He's a playmaker. Where's Dubay been? Dubey's fallen off. Vacchione? Where's he the past couple of games? Sorry. Sorry, Mama Vec. Sorry. But where's he been? Ethan Frank, he's been doing pretty good. Snidely would like to see him. The bottom six has stepped up over the past couple weeks, and in defense has probably saved our bacon a couple of games. The defense, I'd like to see a little bit more scoring, scoring out of them, especially from you know from Lucas. I'd like to see him pick it up again, again. But I'm not going to go full blown angry, upset. But it is disappointing in two games against two teams you can beat and you only get one. And only in in one of those games, you honestly deserved it. Friday night, the next game up, is Hartford. In Hartford. And Hartford's faced adversity at this point. And they found their identity in it. And are now... Building upon that. It is a team that is going to beat you up and knock you down in a drag down fight. And that's what we're going to get on Friday night. Saturday, Wilkes-Barre, net cap game, standing room only for Saturday. Big game feel to it. Big, 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 big game feel to it. In fact, all these are going to have big game fields because the home games are winding down. There is no more Iowa Wild to have fun with. There's no more specialty jerseys. There's no more holidays. Fun time is over. It is time to grind. It's time to work through those long, hard winter nights. Teams are made in these next six weeks. In these next six weeks, teams are made. And this Bears team, we're going to see what they are over these next 6 weeks. Hell, you can argue the next 2 months. So, I'm not going to get too upset over this, but I'm telling you Bears fans this. It is time to grind. It is time to do what this show this show's named after. Time to dig in, fans. The road's going to get long and cold and hard. And you know what champions do in that? They fight through it. And I believe this team can. I absolutely believe that they can. But everybody's coming for us. Providence is doing their usual end of the cal- beginning of the calendar year turnaround, and wilkes won six in a row to climb back into third. Nobody's scared of us. Nobody cares. They're all gunning for us, and it's time to start gunning back. So. I will leave it at that and do it for this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. Long episode, but a lot of stuff to catch up on. Thank you to the Hockey Podcast Network. Thank you to DraftKings, our sponsor. And thank you to all of you Bears fans who listened to this and downloaded this after me taking a week off because of illness. We still have a lot of hockey to play and I'm going to be there for it. We're going to have some weird recording schedules because I know we're going to have a Monday with the Hockey Road with the Canada road trip coming up. And stay tuned in a couple of weeks when Corey Schwartz will be back on. So we'll do a little all-star game look around with this team. And nothing much left to say, but go Bears. And I'll see you at Giant Center on Saturday. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network